This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the 119th Psalm. We get to dig around today in the sixth verse of the Shin section, which would be the anointing of the fear of the Lord. And I'm sure you can see that in this verse when we get to it. And uh, we want to review that we are in the Shin section, and this is just an absolutely beautiful letter as it begins the word, well, Shekinah, for one thing, that's heaven. It it begins the word um, Shabbat, which is, you know, obviously the the seventh day where God rested, and it begins the word Shalom. And, And so you get this idea of grace and tranquility, but it's also this idea of oxygen, because it can begin the word sheker, which means false. And so it has a lot of different things that it can do. Um, But very cool that we get to see the fear of the Lord anointing on this letter today. And so to read that in English, it is, Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. And so the word hope is the word that begins with the letter shin here, this particular word hope. It's not the Takava hope that, that Ruth was um, sharing, that she didn't have a hope that she could find a husband for uh, her daughter-in-laws. It's a hope, more of a, a turning into the Lord kind of hope. This hope is more of a, a hope that is just kind of burning, because <laughs> that's the idea of the shin. It's a graceful hope, but it's it's one that, interestingly, when um, Jesus binds up the brokenhearted, that 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 word is actually spelled exactly the same way um, as broken. Um, but in this case, it's translated hope because it's the idea of waiting on that person who's going to bind up your broken heart, which is Yeshua. So that's a really cool, cool thing about the verse in my mind. And in Hebrew, when you read that I've waited on your salvation, well, the way that that's spelled is exactly Yeshua. <laughs> and so it's kind of like we've waited on Jesus, which means salvation. It means that he's He's coming to our rescue. And in this case, you know, he's kind of brokenhearted. He's kind of just waiting there on this salvation. And in the meantime, it says he's done thy commandments. And so, you know, we get the idea of that, that these mitzvah, that here's these things that we know that God wants us to do, and we don't necessarily understand how that fits into our situation, but since we're waiting anyway, we might as well just do what we know we're supposed to do, do our part, and see what God will do as far as our salvation. And I can't tell you how many times <laughs> in the Jesus labor love I've seen this come to pass where you know, I had no idea how we were going to fix someone's car or how we were going to provide a car for somebody who didn't have a car. I saw no end in sight, but I did know that my job was to pray. My job was to wait. <laughs> my job was to seek. And then all of a sudden, you know, here it came in, in all so many different miraculous ways. But I'll never forget one of the first times I learned this particular lesson. <laughs> you just do your part is when I was the uh, Chrysler dealer in Moxville. As you might imagine, uh, well, maybe it, it's hard to imagine, but we were not very rich by any means. We were always looking for money, always trying to figure out how to make payroll, always trying to you know, scrap money together to get used cars and so that we could you know, make a living and feed our families. And one day this couple comes in, very nice couple, very 
you know, you could just tell they had a sweet spirit and they say, you know, to a salesman who brings them to me that God has told them that we're going to help them get a van for free. And so the salesman, of course, brings, knowing um, my relationship with God, they, they felt like, you know, this was legitimate or sincere. And so here come these people and their expectation is we're going to give them a free van because God has told them this. And, uh, you know, I remember thinking, well, that's, man, I mean, I can't just give you a van. I wish you could, but, you know, I'd have to pay it off at the bank and we don't have the, you know, twenty, thirty thousand $30,000. And of course, you know, I don't know what was going through my mind at the time, but anyway, I, I just thought, you know, this is, this is crazy, but I did sense their sincerity. And I said, is it all right if we pray with you? And, and so as we are praying, we're praying, praying, praying. And, um, my office manager at the time says, as, as she is hearing of the situation, comes in, knocks on the office and says, Robbie, did you know that Duke Power has a, you know, these folks look like they are in dire need, and they did. They had a legitimate need. They'd, he'd lost his job, and they were a family. They had children, and they needed a van um, desperately, but they didn't have any money at all. And he, she said, you know, Duke Power has a program for people who are in desperate need where sometimes they will help them with things like a car. And I was like, you're kidding me. I did not know that. And so we, um, as we were sitting there, because I told him I didn't have the money to get them a car, but, you know, let's pray. And and I did my commandments, right? I didn't have any idea where the salvation was going to come for these people. We just did what we could do. And so, you know, we found the name of the people at Duke Power that, to, that provided that particular service at that time, and I don't believe they do it anymore, but they did it then. And so we we set them up an appointment, and they went down there. Well, it didn't take like two or three hours. I'll never forget the surprise if you'd seen it on my face. Like, oh, what? These people come back. No, no, no. They called. I remember. They called from um, Duke Power, and they said that Duke Power will buy them a used van. Do we have a used van that they could buy? Um, and that, that Duke Power would provide the money. And we did. We had a beautiful little white short minivan. It was like twelve or $13,000. It wasn't terribly expensive. And we gave them that. And Duke Power, believe it or not, gave them a check. And before that afternoon was out, those people were riding in that van that Duke Power paid for. <laughs> I still can't believe it happened. But it all started out because, you know, they were faithful to what God told them. They did it. You know, they, they came to me. And, and, of course, I had no idea how I was going to meet this except we prayed. And, and God provided, and I'm sure that they've never forgotten it. I know I will never forget it. But, again, you know, <laughs> I've waited on your salvation, Lord. And done your commandments. It's a really, really thing. It's and again, as we talked about, this is the fear. This is the anointing of the fear of the Lord. In other words, God is going to be the one that 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 brings salvation in in all sorts of different situations if we will learn just to wait and do our part. <laughs> so thank you for listening.